You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Football Rewind, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back. That's the longest, most ridiculous, uh, all the time of uh, beautiful. We got to get that shortened. We got to get the band to shorten up their leash. I don't know if we got a contract and they just wanted guaranteed play. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind, hour number two right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you download iTunes, thank you, Stitcher. Hit the subscribe button. Make sure we get that playing. Sam Bradford not practicing on Wednesday. Uh, is the latest report that came out of Minnesota. I also uh, seen Stefan Diggs did not practice on Wednesday either. I earlier updated in the show that Matt Forte wore his helmet today. And uh, that was a sign in the right direction. They're saying he returned to practice. He was officially limited, uh, limited to putting his helmet on, I believe, as far as what I saw a report earlier. And Forte should be back in the role to play. Rob Kelly, long shot to play on Sunday. So it looks like we'll see Sam Perrine and Chris Thompson in that role. And uh, the Giants, of course, have suspended cornerback Dameek. Rodgers Cromartie, according to those people with the Giants. Rodgers Cromartie came into the facility Wednesday and got a heated altercation with Ben McAdoo. And it reportedly had much to do with his role on defense. Cromartie has been playing inside, covering the slot, but wants to play the outside. And he briefly was given a chance in Week 5 against the Chargers at the expense of Eli Apple. The coaching staff apparently wants to go back to Apple. And DRC decided to leave. It's a sinking ship for G-Men. Look for Russ Cockwell to pick up available snaps. There we go. The Giants, they don't have enough problems. They got the cornerback and the coach fighting now. Not enough going on there that they got that going on. That is craziness. That is a ship that is sinking. That is Eli Manning. You know, we could see something very relative to what happened with uh, Peyton Manning, with Eli, right? Peyton Manning was sent out a Indianapolis when they had the first pick in the draft and selected Andrew Luck. And now we see the Giants <laughs> working on getting an early pick. And it could be the end of Eli Manning. So, very interesting there. How that's working out. How that's playing out. It's not great. But hey, it is what it is. Isn't that what people say? It is what it is. And we'll see how it plays out. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind. We're here Monday through Thursday. On the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. Take a quick break. Come back with more. We'll go with Fantasy in and out Our guy, Low Cash. Uh, they, they're in there. They're getting it done. Greg Sussman. Uh, Matt Modica is not there, but it's Frank Stanfield and Mike Florio with NXT Wrestler. Wrestler extraordinaire. A man that's getting it done, Eric Young. So stay tuned for more from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Oh yeah. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money, and lots of it, by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire, too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning, and, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules. Can stop the pain and get you the best deal we connect you with a team of former irs agents and tax professionals who will get the irs off your back we saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world call tax solutions now time is running out call 800-910-9962 Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP Rewards Program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Mo's. Well, 
Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. We are here absolutely getting it done, making sure you've got it done on Fantasy Football Rewind, late in the morning, early in the night, wherever you're listening to us, we're here for you. We're here to tell you, life is good, especially if you're a fantasy. You got to have a fantasy world, a fantasy life. You got to be a man that loves life. Let's go back to fantasy football best friends forever. And see what they got. Do they got a good life? Are they good guys getting it done? Are they excited about life? I don't think they are. Here they are. Let's move on now, gentlemen, to the wide receiver position. And this time, uh, Ronnie, let's start with you, man. Let's start with you. Of a wide receiver that you expect or the data projects could be pretty good in week six. So, assuming health, because you, you kind of have to do these things, but hopefully, I think if everything works out, Sterling Shepard is a guy that I, I love. I expect him not to play, so why don't you move on? Okay, well, if we're moving on, then a guy that I, I really like because of just kind of correcting in general is Golden Tate. Okay. Golden Tate against New Orleans, against that defense, I really see the, tar the target number is going gonna, is gonna to rise, I think, or, or hopefully be in that 10 to 12 range. And he also hasn't scored um, in a good amount of time. So I like uh, Golden Tate to really kind of come out and, and get that large, uh, that large number of targets in a game where I think if you're, if you're looking at a standard league where PPR isn't a part of what you're, you're evaluating, the touchdown matters, and I could see that happen. So it's really interesting that he wrote Golden Tate, and in particular, Frank, that he brought up the New Orleans secondary. You and I were looking at Pro Football Focus yesterday, and I'm like, wait a minute, these corners are ranked like really, really highly. And, and, and we looked at Ken Crawley, who uh, came in in that London game, and was awesome, and we looked at the other side, and this New Orleans secondary over the last two weeks has been a lot better than we're used to the New Orleans secondary being. Is this more of, hey, well, they face the Dolphins and the Dolphins and Jay Cutler, or is the, Dolphins sec is the New Orleans Saints secondary a little bit better than maybe it was earlier this season, and maybe it traditionally is? Yeah, I think the Saints secondary is certainly better. You mentioned it. Ken Crawley and Marshawn Lattimore both ranked inside the, the top six among cornerbacks for pro football focus so far this season. But I still like the matchup for Golden Tate because he does a lot of his damage out of the slot where if we're looking at pro football focus's uh, matchup chart, they have Kenny Vaccaro playing there up against Golden Tate. And that is a very, very favorable matchup. The guys on the outside here, uh, Marvin Jones and TJ Jones, are the ones that look like they have uh, not so favorable matchups in this game. So I'm still on Golden Tate as a top 15, 20 wide receiver this week uh, with the upside. I think things get right for him, assuming Matthew Stafford plays in that game. Yeah, I think Stafford's going to play, and I like Tate as well. I, I was going to say exactly what Frank said. The, the Saints give up a ton of damage to the slot, and I also I love the running backs in this game. The over-under is the highest of the week from what I've seen at 51, and both teams have allowed 32 receptions to running backs, so I think Tate and those running backs on both sides of the ball are favorable matchups. Okay, so there you go. Anyway, you're shaking your head, yes. You're in on Golden Tate? Yeah, I like Golden Tate this week. Okay. Uh, he's a guy that's like... He's just going to catch a ton of balls. I think that's going to be a shootout on the turf. He's in the slot. Vaccaro is, is more of a tackler than a cover uh, a coverage guy. So, yeah, it's that's a good matchup for, for Golden Tate this week. All right. Mike mentioned the, uh, the Detroit Lions and how many receptions they've allowed so far to running backs as well. Uh, they've allowed 32, so that sets up very nicely for both Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, just, just putting some context there as well. So those guys are also going to be, you know, back end, but they are RB2s for me at least, in both, in both standard and PPR. Frank, while you're talking, why don't you give us a wide receiver that you like this week? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in on Adam Thielen. Uh, I don't care whether Sam Bradford plays or not or if it's Case Keenum. Uh, you look at what 
Well, well sorry for cutting you off, but Case Keenum yeah. was a quarterback you liked in general too, right? Yeah, I mean, just based on, you know, there's going to be points there. And even if they're playing from behind against the, the Green Bay Packers, the Packers secondary it has not been good. I mean, their corners just have not played well so far this season. Uh, and Adam Thielen, you look at what he's done. He's tied for 10th in the NFL with 40 targets so far this year. And if Diggs is a little bit banged up, maybe we're looking at even more targets coming Adam Thielen's way. Also, remember that 200-yard game with two touchdowns last year? That came against the Green Bay Packers. And I'm not saying that Adam Thielen is going to do that. But I, see, I could see this game being one where he gets either 70, 80 yards and a touchdown or no touchdown and over 100 yards receiving. So I like him as a top 15 wide receiver this week against a you know, really pitiful Green Bay Packers secondary. Hey, Stephon Diggs banged up with a groin injury, and we know these things linger for Stephon Diggs. We've seen it before, which means Adam Thielen really could step up. Florian, what do you think of the Adam Thielen call? I love it. I think Adam Thielen is the face of consistency in the NFL. Would you say that's not a bold enough call by Frank Stample? Probably. It might not be. I, mean, I have, <laughs> I have in, some other ones. I have him inside my top 20, but you look at Thielen. He had nine receptions week one, and since that, every single game has had five. So you're looking at a floor of like nine points in a PPR with the chance of uh, you know some bigger games that we've seen out of him. And he has yet to catch a touchdown this year, something that you know he did a lot better last year. So I, I think his floor coming into every week makes him at least a wide receiver three with a good matchup. Yeah, he's obviously a wide receiver two. Eric in our YouTube chat is right. How do you spot Adam Thielen on the field? Those bright gold gloves <laughs> that you saw uh, on Monday night. Eric, I know it's not really a bold call at all by the fantasy salad. I guess that's what we've come to expect. Uh, but what did you think of Adam Thielen this week? He is a guy that you, you can trust. I mean, I don't think he's ever going to blow you away with, with, with point production, but a guy you can trust, especially if Diggs is is not playing or is playing at, at, at 80%. He's a guy they're going to lean on. Rudolph had a bit of a resurgence last week, but hasn't been really figured into the game plan much at all up, up until last week. Thielen's been the guy, their go-to guy, their possession guy. So, yeah, he's a guy that, that in Green Bay secondary can't stop anybody. Hey, let's move on to your wide receiver, Michael Florio. I think it, you would classify it as bold. So you're saying you're in. But if I told you it was bold before the year, you would have laughed at me. I think it's Amari Cooper. Okay. Wow. All right. Is that bold for you guys? That's bold enough for me. The for Chargers sure. have allowed the 10th most fantasy points to wide receivers this year. And if you're looking at a per-game basis, they have allowed a touchdown every single game. Three games this year they've allowed two touchdowns to opposing wide receivers. Okay. Derek Carr is back. And to me, the biggest thing, though, well, first of all, Amari Cooper, I know three of them came in week one, but he has six targets in the in the red zone and five inside the 10-yard line, which puts him five, puts him tied for second in the league. And then no one on the, uh, the Raiders inside the 10-yard line has more than two targets, which is Amari Cooper with two. So when they get close, they have looked to Amari Cooper. Here's the other thing. Jack Del Rio came out this week and said, we have to get Amari Cooper going. We know the talent this kid has, but he didn't just stop there. He said he had a good game last week. And I know we could be like, how could we say he had a good game? He had two targets, one catch, less than 10 yards. He said there was numerous times where Amari Cooper beat his man and was out in space and EJ Manuel didn't see him. And he didn't say this happened once. He said five, six, maybe more. So... Jack Del Rio obviously wants to get Amari Cooper going, and he thinks that EJ Manuel did a poor job doing so. I think with Derek Carr back, their their mission this week is going to be to try to right Amari Cooper. And given the matchup and the fact that they look to him in the end zone, I'm not saying he's going to have a monstrous week, but I think it is 
I think he. I have him as a wide receiver three with more upside, and I think he has a very good chance of finding the end zone. But Ronnie Socash, our guest today here on the BFFs, this is not three weeks in a week. Three weeks in a row, we have heard this about Amari Cooper. I think they're going to look to get him involved. I think they're going to look to get him involved. I think this is the week that they're going to finally get him involved. Three weeks, nothing. One catch, two catch, one catch, nothing. I get the matchup isn't be good. The no fly zone started this whole nonsense off, but I get EJ Manuel played one of those games, right? Like I understand where Mikey's coming from, but. I need to see it on the field from Amari Cooper. Do you think this is the week it happens? <laughs> I think that if there is a week it happens, it's this week. And I think that a big deal is the quarterback health. But I do like the, the idea that E.J. Manuel is still able to throw the ball down the field. So if you don't have Derek Carr playing this week, you still have a quarterback who is not a checkdown guy. And Amari Cooper is incredible because of his, vertica his, his vertical uh, leaping ability and his ability to kind of burn routes and go deep. So I think that the, the drops have been a problem. But if there is... Uh, a week where the targets will still be there and he can get the opportunity to do so, it's this week. And I look at the context of the team, they're not 0-5. They're not 1-4. They're 2-3. and They're still in it. Their quarterback is hurt. They're coming back. I still see that the passing game, like we mentioned, if you're, if you're down on Marshawn Lynch, then you, by definition, can't also be down on the passing game unless you think the, the Raiders just aren't going to score at all. So for me, being more down on Marshawn Lynch, I kind of want to be a lot higher on the wide receivers, so I think Cooper has a better chance. All right, Eric, Young, you're a yeah, you know, I think these guys right here with the Amari Cooper, I think, you know what, we've gone one, we've gone two. I think it's season long, you have to play. If you draft a guy that early, you gotta, you gotta stick it out. And I'm not a guy that changes my lineup a bunch of times. I rely on the, the work that I did in the offseason. I think in Daily Fantasy, he, if he's a cheap option, he gives you an opportunity uh, to cash in. So I like everything that's being said about Amari Cooper. And I am uh, in. Sussman, he's the only guy. He's a prisoner in the moment. Like, he goes by everything that happened last week. Like, he has, he has no idea. No idea. I'm already. I'm fired up about it. I think these guys get it right. So stay tuned for more from Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sicato. We'll be back with more action after this. Ezekiel Elliott, Carl Anthony Towns, Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Does your fantasy football team suck? <laughs> Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? <laughs> I can help you out. 
Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. In this league, a show about games, hosted by men who act like kids. Whoa, hold up there, voice guy. Act like kids? That's not accurate. Really? You saying we're immature? Like how? Dick Butkus. Phrasing. Boom! <laughs> hmm Huh, duly noted. Carry on. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh with a fantasy show for your twisted mind in this league. Wednesday nights from 9 to 11 Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are here. Fantasy Football Rewind. Listen to a great job by the Fantasy BFFs uh, talking about in or out this week. And they're going to wrap it up right here. Let's hear the uh, the wrap-up of this fine, fine program this morning. You can check out the Fantasy Best Friends Forever, 11 a.m. Eastern, right on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. First, Lamar Cooper, and then your wide receiver that you're in on. Uh, the fact that he's getting open, you know, five or six times they're saying that, that he was wide open. The truth and the hard truth on Mark Cooper is he still has to catch the ball. He can be wide open all he wants. 
the, the big problem with him has been catching the ball. He, he's dealt with this problem before, and it seems to be back. I think he's got seven or eight drops already this season. Um, so so it's hard to trust him. I, th- I feel like since he come into the league, this is a guy that like we've had this discussion over and over. He's got leaping ability and his catch radius and his speed and this and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter if he doesn't catch the ball. So uh, I think this week is a week that he could reemerge but I still don't trust him. I probably wouldn't start him. I'd probably start somebody else. Can I Can I just add this? Yeah, I sure. know right now we're all super low on Amari Cooper. We know the talent that's there. We know how high-powered we expected this offense to be coming into the year. He has one big game. Like, if this is the week, say he – and it doesn't have to be – he's not a guy who has to see, you know, seven, eight, nine targets. If he catches one bomb touchdown – Next week, I think we're all talking, oh, Amari Cooper's back. All the issues are behind him. So I'd rather be ahead of that okay. than behind it. Like, his value, I know we, we said it last week and everything, but it's plateaued, man. It's never going to be lower. It's just going to, to me, continue to maintain this this as low as it is. But once he has a big game, it's, it's never going to be this low again. I'm not really in on Amari Cooper. I'm kind of a little bit lower than Mike. Low-end wide receiver three this week. But the Chargers secondary, as good as they have been, are still susceptible to big plays. We saw Odell Beckham Jr. catch a 48-yard touchdown. If there's anything that Amari Cooper can do, it's get down the field and catch a long touchdown. So he's a boomer bust wide receiver, and we've seen the susceptibility to big plays for the Chargers secondary. So I guess if you want to go based on that, you're expecting one big catch for a touchdown. It could happen against the Los Angeles Chargers. All right, EY, your wide receiver, please, sir. Yeah, again, uh, trying to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going with Terrell Pryor. I go. know that doesn't seem su- super far reach, but look, like Kansas City, he played in Kansas City, and he scored almost 15 points. Um, I, and, you know, the running game was banged up. Kelly came out. He was running the ball pretty well. I think if he would have played for the whole game, he might have had another touchdown or at least another 40 or 50 yards. So this week, I mean, he's got to get right playing against San Francisco. They haven't been able to stop anybody and he's a guy that I believed in all along. I'm, I'm sticking with him, and I think this week could it be his coming out party. I think this week is the week we look back and be like. There you have it. Eric Young, Terrell Pryor. Man, oh, man. You know, he's too good of a talent to play this poor. But that being said, I got to say, what can you do? How do you look at it and say, hey, what am I going to get going here? How do I put it all together? Well, sometimes you just got to do it. You got to take a shot. We know the talent's there. We know they like to throw the ball. We know what he's done before. Sometimes you got to do it. Sometimes you got to let it ride. And that's what you got to do. Now, one of the guys that we talked about in the fantasy news desk is none other than Adrian Peterson. And what are we going to do with Adrian Peterson? I'm telling you right now, I have put in a claim for him. And I don't even think he's going to be great. And I think it's 50% at best. But I just don't know how you get a running back in today's waiver wire. Like, how do you go out and get a running back? They're just not on the waiver wire. They're not freely available. We're getting to week six in the season. Somewhere, you got to take a risk. You got to take a chance. You got to try to jump on it. So here's where I'm at. I'm jumping. Hoping Adrian could get in the end zone a couple times because he'll get those opportunities. Here we go. Chris Meany on what you should do with Adrian 
Peterson. The Arizona Cardinals, that's right. The Arizona Cardinals are switching up their backfield. Tell us about the switch in running backs here at Arizona. This Chris? is not all that surprising that AP had has been traded. It, it really isn't. He's gotten no play with the Saints at all. And I think he had six snaps in his last game. He's complained, you know, week one against his former team. He said, I didn't sign up for nine snaps. See, that's what he had against Minnesota in, you know, the Saints' first game. So this is not surprising. I'm not in on AP. I, I mean, it, yeah, he may, he's going to get more than six to nine snaps over in Arizona. He's better than Chris Johnson, I do think. Chris Johnson shouldn't be on anybody's fantasy radar. If you have AP, fine, hang on to him, see what happens here. But I'm not going to the waiver wire to grab him. I'd rather an Ellington. I'd rather a Gallman. I'd rather a Brita. I'd rather a Mack. McKinnon, if you missed out on him. These are guys that I would rather have. Arizona is a team that throws the ball a ton. Now, they're averaging the fewest yards per carry, only 2.6 in the NFL as a team, and only 50 rushing yards per game as a team. Now, obviously, a big blow. David Johnson is not there on that team anymore. But this is a team who likes to throw the football, and I think they'll continue to throw the football. It's not a great offensive line. Palmer's been sacked a ton. He's thrown the ball more than anybody in the NFL, and he's thrown the ball more than anybody inside the red zone in the NFL. So this is a team that's still going to throw the ball, and I like Andre Ellington. Ellington leads all backs with 40 targets, Tim. He's got 28 catches, which is the second most. He has 257 receiving yards, the second most. He has 24 targets and 18 catches in his last two games. In standard leagues, ugh, it's hard to play him. He's a borderline RB2, a flex spot in standard leagues, but in PPR leagues, this guy is an RB2 for sure. He's a monster. He's cheap in DFS. He's somebody that I continue to roll out. Adrian Peterson is going to get more snaps, as I mentioned, but he's not somebody that I want. I think he's done. He's going to be a goal line guy. He's just going to be somebody that you hope finds the end zone. There's better options out there with more upside, like some of these other backs I talked about. So I think in the grand scheme of things, this helps out Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara. These are guys that Maybe people were uneasy about starting. Kamara has certainly jumped up. We've been talking about him since, I think, week one, Tim. And he's coming off a bye. He had a great week four. He's somebody now who's going to get a little bit more play, some more touches, some more snaps involved in the passing game. So now Sean Payton has these two guys to work with. They're both fine, fantasy relevant. Adrian Peterson, to me, is if you're in a bad, bad spot and you can't get an Ellington, a Gallman, a Mack, a Breida, a McKinnon, uh, then maybe you go that way and you go ahead and you get Adrian Peterson. But I don't expect a whole lot from him. Uh, so is Kamara like the guy to go get? Kamara, if he's available, he yeah. is. He certainly is. He's a PPR guy too. He's he's a little bit harder to play in standard leagues, but I mean, he touched the ball 15 times in his last game, and he ended up with about 100 yards. He caught 10, all 10 of his targets. He's going to be involved in the passing game. And think of Darren Sproles. I said this before. Think of, go look at Darren Sproles' first two games with the Saints and Sean Payton. He had 14 receiving touchdowns in those two years. He had over 200 catches, about 300 targets. He was involved in the passing game. The Saints traded up to get Kamara. Payton loves Kamara. He doesn't really like Ingram. Clearly didn't like AP. Uh, so gets a big boost, in my opinion. Ingram will be that goal line guy, I think. Uh, we've seen before Peyton go to other guys in that offense, but now with AP gone, those are the two guys. So Kamara gets a bit of a boost. I still like Ellington. AP is just, I, I'm sorry, I just, I just think he's done. I just, I just don't think he has much left. Well, somebody is asking, is AP worth a number one waiver priority? If, if Ellington is out there, I'd rather, again, I'd rather, let me rank these guys. Ellington, Goldman, Brita, Mack. If McKinnon is available, McKinnon's at the top of that list. Jerick McKinnon is at the top of that list. 
Um, we'll get into some of the other guys. Um, Aaron Jones is just a short-term thing, I believe. Most likely not available on your waiver wire. But AP is not worth that ad if those other backs that I already talked about are available in your leagues. There you have it, Chris Meany breaking down Adrian Peterson. See, I got 10 bench spots in my leagues, right? So those guys he mentions are not on the waiver wire. Adrian Peterson is. So if you're in deeper leagues, I think Peterson definitely brings uh, some attention. How about the Rams and Jaguars this weekend? Jared Goff has 547 passing yards, 273 yards per game, five touchdowns, zero interceptions, 119 passer rating in the past two, and uh, one of five in the NFL with 1,300 passing yards already on the season. I'm uh, actually going to go to this game, and the Jaguars, the Rams are already in Jacksonville. The Rams play in Jacksonville this week, which is across the country, and then they go to London next. So some serious travel for the Rams going on right now. Todd Gurley ranks first in the NFL with seven touchdowns and second with 646 scrimmage yards. He has 364 scrimmage yards per game, four touchdowns in the past two on the road, has rushing two touchdowns here in the past three versus AFC opponents. Leonard Fournette is one of five rookies in an NFL history with a touchdown in each of his five games. He rushed for 181 yards, two touchdowns, including a 90-yard touchdown last week. He's the youngest player in NFL history with touchdowns of 90-plus yards, ranked second in the NFL with 466 passing yards. Alan Hearns aims for his third in a row with a touchdown catch at home. He leads the team with 18 catches. Marquise Lee has 226 yards receiving with a touchdown catch versus NFC teams. And that one we've got this week. That's a 4 o'clock game in Jacksonville. The last time these two teams played was 2013 and the Jaguars lost to the Rams 34-20 in that one. But, eh. I wouldn't say that has much bearing on this game. So stay tuned for more from Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be back with more great information. Get ready week six in fantasy football. struggling with addiction or alcohol problems if you're depressed drinking and using drugs you may need help and the affordable care act guarantees coverage of substance abuse i knew i could get myself out of this i just needed some hope and some help i took the first step to recovery when i made the call call the addiction hope and helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares call 800-894-5559 i feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-
I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series, and right now you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook, for your Kindle, or for paperback, and it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley. I got Sammy Reed. I got Gary Davenport. I got championships, and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the 10th straight time. You know why? Because once you go Black Book, you never go back. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Fantasy Executive, Corey Parson. It's fantasy football season right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So make sure you tune into the all-new Fantasy Football Frenzy with myself, Jake Seeley, and Wall Street Matt Medica. If we were a hip-hop group, we'd be like Migos because we're popping right now. Tune in every weekday morning at 9 a.m. East. Rankings, projections, ADP talk, and we take your phone calls. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9 a.m. East, every weekday morning right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are here to tell you how to get it done. Show you the light. Say, hey, what's going on here? What are we doing? And I'll tell you one of the things that's very, very sad for a lot of people. Is the New York football Giants, right? The New York football Giants. I read to you earlier in the show how bad, how bad the wide receivers are. Now, listen to the Roto experts in the morning talk about this team and how terrible it is. It's actually the fantasy BFFs with Eric Young, Greg Sussman. Mike Florio and Frank Stamville. It's a tough, tough time in New York for the fantasy football giants. On the field. Yes, he's a flair for the dramatics. But he was crying. I don't blame him for crying. Well, no one else cries. Yeah, that, he's, uh, he's, we see guys walk off the field with torn ACLs. ACLs. Dalvin Cook like, ran in the locker room with a torn I, ACL. I, no one knows what he felt. It could have been like the worst pain of all time. So 
you know, I'm not going to give him too much, but, like, even, we've seen guys. I don't even think it was it's just not, it's the not pain. pain cry. It's, it's the emotional. It's not pain cry. It's emotional cry. And I don't think you can, probably shouldn't cry, but <laughs> it's, it's not because, I mean, if you're playing wide receiver in the NFL, you're so unearthly tough. Uh, you know, to begin with, it, it's not pain cry. Like, and his adrenaline's going. That's he's upset. Like he's he's thinking about he wants to get paid, and now he's not going to be playing football for a long time. So, you know, that's uh that's uh he's looking into his future kind of thing. Will he ever be paid? You know, will he ever? Will someone ever pay him that huge contract? Which, when he's healthy, he obviously deserves. He's he's one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the NFL right now. But. Right now, he's not a football player, just like Andrew Luck. I will say this. I agree with everything EY said. Especially but, with Andrew Luck. But the Giants' wide receiving core does lead the league in crying incidences so they far do. this season. They do. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. Well, no, I, oh, yeah, because they have two. Denver has one. Garrett Bowles was crying. Because Sterling Shepard cried back. Week. Yeah, yeah. Remember we all thought Sterling Shepard's season was over? At least Odell Beckham's season is probably over. Like, Sterling Shepard didn't miss any time. I hate right now. All right. No, no, no. I feel bad for Odell. Like, I, I felt bad watching him crying everything and like i i'm not gonna bash him for it if i worked my whole life to get to a level and was about to get my huge payday and then saw it all come crashing down i would probably Dude, I, be tempted I, to I, cry I, as well I'd probably just cry after my first hit like somebody yeah, yeah yeah i'd, I'd be a star I'd yeah, be a star. I, I think That'd we all would assessment. except for eric 100 uh, you are it takes bumps literally every day <laughs> the three of us that would probably cry yeah for sure i wouldn't did you cry? Did you, well, our, this is news. I don't, I don't know even what you're talking about. Did you cry? You Coming cry. from the guy that wants football to be flag. <laughs> Never said that. Ooh. But Laura, you, had a, you had a car accident over the weekend. Did you cry? No. And it wasn't my fault for those watching. I was at a red light and a guy hit me. I told you. I got out of the car very angrily and yelled at the guy. And then he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he, he used some expletives. And then I felt bad for the guy. Did you? Because he, he knew he was wrong. Was he crying? No. He was just like... Yeah. I love I love the imitation. Oh. Okay. Enough with criers. What do we do about the Giants' wide receiving situation? Uh, this week, they literally could be without their top four wide receivers um, on their team. They only had five on the active roster last week. So Roger Lewis seems to immediately become the number one guy. Roger Lewis is out there in 99% of fantasy leagues. So you go out and get Roger Lewis. We'll talk about how much you spend on tomorrow's show. What else do you do? Do you do nothing? I mean... Frank, where do you go with the Giants wide receiver core? Maybe Evan Ingram. Like, wh- what do you do? Yeah, that's what. I, that's exactly what I was thinking. I think this is a perfect example. You know, we were talking about it a little bit downstairs. Okay, uh, do they bring back like a Victor Cruz, someone that they're uh, familiar with, or a veteran wide receiver, something like that? This is a perfect example to just get Evan Ingram more acclimated in the offense, uh, get him more involved moving forward, build for your future. I mean, he's more of a wide receiver anyway. So why don't you just split him out wide and, you know, let him get some snaps there? I mean, even if he's not, play him in the slot. This is a perfect opportunity to get Evan Ingram more involved, especially with next week's matchup, too, against the Denver Broncos. A lot of people are going to gravitate towards Roger Lewis, and I get it. On paper, he's probably going to be uh, their wide receiver one, and he has the best rapport with an Eli Manning. Sure. But he's going up against the... Top cornerback. No fly zone next week. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and not only that... Greg, you ser- just dropped the ball on that one. I did. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Seriously, though, he, he's going to see the opposing team's top corner moving forward. And not only that, this Giants offense is just going downhill and going downhill fast. I mean, we spoke about the offensive line all season long. Now Eli Manning losing <laughs> arguably, not even arguably, his top three targets in the offense. So a lot of people are just going to say Roger Lewis, but I think, you know, the opportunity it doesn't necessarily lead to production, like Scott Engel says. Uh, so I, I'm gravitating away from Roger Lewis. Okay. I'm looking more 
um, at an Evan Ingram. Just to, just to give you the status of the Giants wide receivers, here's what they've done so far. They've promoted Travis Rudolph off their practice squad. He was with them all summer. He's a kick returner. Uh, he effectively faces Dwayne Har- uh, replaces Dwayne Harris excuse me, um, as a kick returner, potentially as a number two wide receiver. They have re-signed Tavares King, who was on the team last year throughout the season, uh, caught a touchdown against Green Bay in the playoffs. Uh, so they've re-signed him to the active roster. They've re-signed Darius Poe, another wide receiver that was with them in the pra- during the summer. He's on the practice squad. They'll make another move at some point. So right now, your top three wide receivers on this team, just receivers, are uh, Lewis, King, and Rudolph, which to me sounds like Evan Ingram is going to be a major factor. I agree 100% Evan Ingram is going to be a factor, but let's not treat these guys as more than what they are. They're just temporary Band-Aids because Sterling Shepard is going to be back. Like Odell Beckham, his season is over, but Sterling Shepard... He's going to be back in a couple of weeks. Brandon Marshall may be back in a couple of weeks. We haven't really heard much on Marshall. We're still awaiting that. So when those guys come back, yeah, you take Odell Beckham out. That sucks, but they're going to still. Those two guys would still be the top targets if they're there. I do think Evan Ingram next week is a great play because you're gonna have these crap wide receivers going up against the uh, the Broncos secondary. I also think though a player to keep an eye on and, and a guy who could be getting more involved going forward is Wayne Gallman. He was targeted five times yesterday, and Eli Manning is going to have to throw the ball. And if they don't, if the receivers aren't open, I think they could dump off a lot to the running back. And I think Gallman is going to be in there on a lot of those plays. You know, it's interesting that you bring up Wayne Gallman, Eric, because Wayne Gallman did not start for the New York Giants on Sunday. It was it was Orleans Darkwa, and Orleans Darkwa looked really good, and then he scored a touchdown, and then Wayne Gallman came in and. For some reason, I don't know. They don't go with the hot hands. The opposite of Kyle Shanahan. Um, so Orleans Darkwa does really well, uh, hurts himself. Gallman then comes in along with Marine, and by the end of the game, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but on like kick returns, Darkwa was on the field, and they still went with Vereen at the end of the game or Gallman. So I'm not jumping into this Wayne Gallman thing so quickly because Orleans Darkwa is still there, and he's the starting running back for the New York Giants. Yeah, it's another one of those committees that's going to make you completely insane trying to guess, uh, you know, like literally series to series, who's going to be snap to snap. Vereen's there. He's going to be – he's the passing downs guy for whatever reason. He hasn't been good at football in like two years, but they're still using him in New York. Uh, Gallman has looked good when given the chance, but now Dark was back, and he started, and he looked really good. Like, you know, like they start with him, and I know everyone that went after Gallman was like, oh, I'm – what now? Darkwa, what, you know, everyone thought Gallman was going to start, but Darkwa did look good. And then for no reason whatsoever, unless, I mean, there's some injury that we don't know about, sure. Gallman comes back in and he looked okay and he was targeted. But, I mean, they just lost three of their, the, the top three receivers. They just lost. So, Gallman could be a guy, but, I mean, for me, I'm going after Evan Ingram and I'm, I'm going after him big time. This is why I'm in on Gallman. Because Orleans Darkwa, to me, is kind of like the LeGarrette Blunt in that situation. He has two games in his career with more than one reception, and they're both in 2014. Wayne Gallman is the better pass catcher there, and he, for out of the three Giants running backs, he's the most versatile because he did rush for over five yards per carry yesterday. You, when he's in there, he is the, the dynamic threat where Darkwa is he's in there. You know he's either in there to just block or to, you know, get the hand up. And Vereen is a pass-catching back. So, to me, I think Gallman is the, the most versatile back there. And for the second week in a row, he led them this backfield in touches. He remains the only Giants running back to have double-digit carries in any game this year. And he's done it in back-to-back weeks. So, to me, this is what I said last week and I stand by it. He is going to get his 12 to 15 touches a game in this offense. And 
in a P, especially in a PPR format, I think that puts him in flex discussion every single week. I was going to say, I think he's kind of stepping into that like Andre Ellington-esque role here because, look, moving forward, if they don't, the Giants don't have their top three weapons, teams are just going to zone in and try and stop the run. Like, what reason do they, they have? They don't really have to zone in. They just have to what just reason do they have not to, like, stack the box against the defense here? I mean, are you going to be worried about Roger Lewis? Are you going to be worried about Evan Ingram? Well, are those, are well, those really well, guys the that you're worried still about? Be the ball the ball 40 times. 75 times a game. But they're not going to be successful. Well, they're not going to be successful running ball either. I, I agree with you that Wayne Gallman is probably their most versatile guy, and he did lead the team in, in snaps as well. He played 26 offensive snaps, Shane Vereen 23, and Erlian's Darkwa 20. I'm just worried that, you know, teams are there stopping the run. There's not enough on the outside to keep defenses honest. And if they're just stacking the box, like, yeah, maybe he gets some receptions and kind of puts him in that Andre Ellington discussion of, like, PPR flex. But aside from that, I just don't know what more you're going to get from him. I think it's also possible, though, that Shane Marine has that job, just like we expected him to. Just He's, the, he's Andre yeah. Ellington. I think, well, I think Coleman is more than what Andre Ellington is because he's going to get the carries as well. And I think if you're the New York Giants sitting at 0-5, you know what Shane Marine is at this point. You know what Orleans Darkwood is. Why not give the ball to your 23-year-old running back and let's see what he can do he's had two good games in the two games he's been active this year why not let's continue to feed him and see if maybe what we what they thought paul perkins was going to be maybe this kid is and maybe you have your rb going into next season because from today on out the giant season is all about next season now yeah it sucks <laughs> 844-843-6879 we're gonna take a break we come back we're talking about There you have it, the guys, Fantasy BFFs, breaking down the Giants roster. I'll tell you what, like, I'm back and forth on this Roger Lewis. Like, I feel like you need to put in a claim for him. Like, he's got to be better than your sixth or seventh wide receiver if he's the wide receiver number one on a team now. But how much action can they get? But I I don't know. I mean, we saw Jermaine Curse, right? Javon Curry, he leaves Seattle. He goes to the Jets. The Jets were thought to have a similar uh, terrifying offense. They're never going to do anything. And look what he's done. He puts up 15, 16 fantasy points in PPR leagues. So I think you got to go in and you got to bid on Roger Lewis. It seems crazy. It seems insane. It seems wild. It seems wacky. But you got to do what you got to do. Stay tuned for more as we come back and wrap up the Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. 
So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. Hey, it's Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, and I'm trying my best not to do an adequate promo. But anyway, I'm here to talk about the all-new Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's myself, Wall Street, Matt Medica, who's already done like 47 drafts, each at $400 a pop. We got the accuracy expert, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, who's never wrong, and me, the Fantasy Executive. All I do is talk and win chips. So tune into the Fantasy Football Frenzy every weekday morning beginning at 9 a.m. East right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is Tony Sincata from Fantasy First Look. You can join me every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I am joined by George Kurtz and, of course, Joe Galena, the fantasy Jesus. If you guys want to watch the Monday Night Football game, turn the volume down and listen to us. If you can't make that commitment, subscribe on iTunes every single week. Get the best podcast in the business when it comes to fantasy football. That I'll guarantee. Fantasy First Look, 9 p.m. Eastern. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drink song Greg. Drink song Greg. Drink song Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stample, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo! This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune in to College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. Welcome 
Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network as we get you ready week six, fantasy football. And of course, remember, you can guys can go over to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. DailyRoto.com slash DKMS. And what you can do there is you can read about stopping us, stop blood cancer. Uh, we've got together with the people with DKMS. Uh, we're running a, a, a big promotion. And one of the things I want you to do is just sign up. They'll send you a packet. You just put a little swab in your mouth and you send it back and they see if you're a match, possibly be a donor. And then it's up to you what you want to do. But you do all that, then you can play over at FantasyDraft.com, a little daily fantasy this week. And then the winner of the week gets to go in a final contest at the end of the year or against the other 16 winners, and someone gets two tickets to the Super Bowl. Like, that's amazing. That's great for absolutely nothing. So go ahead and make sure you get that done. Hop over there and take a look. Imagine going to the Super Bowl for free. If it's for free, it's for me. That's what you're looking at. That's where you're going. And that's what you got to do. Got to make sure you get out there. Get it done. Got a poll up on the Tony Sincotta. The Tony. And Sincotta C-I-N-C-O-T-T-A. The Tony. I figure you guys know that one. Which running back are you most likely to use at DFS Fantasy Football this week? Kareem Hunt, 8,200 against the Steelers. Leonard Fournette, 8,100 against the Rams. Melvin Gordon, 7,800. Todd Gurley, 7,700 against the Jaguars. I'll tell you what. Hunt is 80. He's got 38% of the vote right now. Todd Gurley's got 18%. I'm leaning towards Todd Gurley uh, against the Jaguars. He just gets so involved in that offense, and you know he can't throw it down the field. Um, I like Todd Gurley in that one. I think he gets some PPR points there for you. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. We'll be back tomorrow night, so don't go anywhere. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play. Never miss this contest at all. Love it. Embrace it. Jump all over it. See you tomorrow.